This episode of the Trek Geeks podcast is brought to you by the Trek Geek Shop. Now you can help support our show and get yourself some cool Star Trek gear at the same time. Check out our line of t-shirts, mugs, hats, and other items for your inner Trek geek at shop.trekgeeks.com. Hi, this is Nana Visitor, Major Kira Norris from Deep Space Nine, and you are listening to the biggest little show this side of the Gamma Quadrant, the Trek Geeks Podcast with Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. Biggest little show this side of the Alpha Quadrant. Welcome, one and all, to episode zero of the Trek Geeks podcast. I'm your co-host, Bill Smith. Thank you so much for checking us out and downloading. We're going to tell you all about what to expect in our little podcast here. But first, let me bring on my co-host. He's my friend of 20 years, and I couldn't imagine doing this show with anybody else, partly because he'd probably never let me live it down if I did. He's my good friend, Dan Davidson. Dan... Welcome aboard, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me, man. It is great to be here. Yeah, 20 years. That's a long time. I think I'm the co-host because you probably wouldn't find anybody else that would put up with you, for one. Um, (laughs) But uh, two, we have a great um, uh, common love, and that is of Star Trek. So here we are. Here we are. And some people may be asking, well, why are you recording in episode zero? For some context, right now it's October 2016, and we've had a lot of people checking out this podcast for the first time. So it occurred to us that it might be good to provide an introduction of what they can expect from the show before they dive into some of our older episodes. Right, Dan? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we got a lot of episodes out there, a lot of content. Uh, but like you said, people have been saying, you know, if I've never listened before, what can I expect? And we hope that this will give people a uh, little synopsis, so to speak, of, of what to expect whenever they click on that latest episode button. Well stated. So uh-huh. let's talk a little bit about how this pod podcast pod 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 began <laughs> <laughs> and sort of the genesis of, of Trek Geeks. So if you had to put it into your own words, Dan, how would you say we started this podcast? Well, I guess you got to go back 20 years, which is what you mentioned just a few seconds ago. Um, we met over 20 years ago. We worked together at the same company, and and we both had a uh, love of Star Trek back then, and that kind of started our friendship right off the bat. It went decades, and uh, we lost touch for a little while, but then we did get back in touch uh, at a convention in Boston a few years ago. Uh, it was as if we had never uh, missed any time uh, together being friends, and and discussions started about, uh, hey, we should do something. We love Star Trek so much. Let's let's do something. And you discussed a podcast. Uh, at the time, I had never really even heard about podcasts or listened to any podcasts. So I said, yeah, all right, that sounds good. 
And <laughs> nothing really came of it for a while. Uh, I probably, I'd say it was close to six months or so that nothing really happened. And uh, then finally you said, you know what? We talked about this. Let's do it. So we began in, uh, what was the first one? January of 2015. We had our first episode. And it has been uh, uh, full warp speed ahead ever since then. And it's been pretty awesome. It really has. And it's amazing to see how much this show has grown in that time. I don't think either of us could have expected that. No, I I totally did not. Um, I was, because like I said, I'd not really known a lot about podcasts. I was, I was interested and excited about doing it, uh, but I had never really done anything like that. I did actually go to broadcasting school when I was really a lot younger. And I was like, oh, it's kind of being kind of like being on the radio, but not. But I was nervous as heck and listening to that first episode. We both were really wet behind the ears, I think, but uh, we've come a long way. We've enjoyed it. We've made so many new friends and and had such a great time. And uh, it really has been a life-changing event, I guess it's safe to say, at least for, for me. Oh, I, I agree with you entirely. It's It's changed my fandom so much for the better. And it was pretty good to start with, I have to say. Yeah, I think so. Um, let's talk a little bit about us. Okay. Because, you know, we kind of are the central figures in this podcast and people will be listening to me speak and you drone on for, as of this recording, a minimum of 80 episodes, maybe a lot more down the road, but, uh, I'll stay, I know drone, like board drone. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Right. Um, I'll start off by talking a little bit about me and my fandom, and then you can talk about you. How's that? Okay. I know you love to talk about me, so but I'll do it. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I, um, I work in technology. I live in New Hampshire. I'm, uh, I'm married. We have a, a dog, a rescue dog that we absolutely adore and spend a lot of time training and introducing her to her world. And I've been a Star Trek fan since the mid-1970s when my brother introduced me to it. I um I've always loved Trek since then. I've I've never stopped watching it since then. I've gained a new appreciation for each series that's come along. And I have to say that my favorite Trek overall would have to be Deep Space Nine, followed a very close second by the original series. Um, that's sort of a thumbnail sketch of, of me and my background. Dan, how about you? Uh, very similar, actually. Uh, it's it's kind of eerily similar. Um, I, too, uh, I'm, I'm originally from New Hampshire. I live in Maine now. I have a wonderful wife, beautiful wife. We have two kids that are now in college. We also have two rescue dogs ourselves. Um, I've been a fan uh, since the mid '70s as well. My brother got me interested in, in Star Trek, uh, though not uh, something that he introduced me to. And I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" I actually hated it when it first came out because I was a young kid who wanted to watch Gilligan's Island or The Brady Bunch, and he was the older brother, so he got to watch what he wanted, and it was Star Trek. Um, so I started watching it, um, kind of. Uh, not really excited about it, and it just grew on me. Uh, the motion picture came out, and that's when my fandom really took off, was when that first movie came out. Uh, been a huge fan ever since. Uh, like you, my favorite series is Deep Space Nine, followed by the original series. Um, I have a very special place for Deep Space Nine. I had a very very troubling and dark period of my life uh, back in the uh, late 1990s, early 2000s. And if it wasn't for Star Trek Deep Space Nine, I would not be alive today. So I really appreciate the show uh, on a level that um, 
I think a lot of people can understand, but probably a lot of people can't. Um, it's a very, very special show for me. Um, I've always enjoyed all the series like you. I've never been Trek tired, as some people have said. Um, I'm always enjoying whatever is out there and always looking for more. So as we record, of course, we just got done with Star Trek Beyond being in theaters, and we have the new online series Star Trek Discovery coming up uh, in uh, about six months. So uh, there is lots to look forward to, as well as lots to look back on, which is why we're here. We love to talk about Trek, and we've got uh, over 50 years now of uh, Trek to talk about. We sure do, and it's pretty exciting. So speaking of which, talking about things, let's get into a little bit of a description of the show and what people can expect when they listen to Trek Geeks. So we almost always have a news segment in which we talk about the latest Star Trek news, right, Dan? Yeah, we do. We have some great friends over at treknews.net. They are, in my opinion, the best site online for getting up-to-date news and information on all things Trek. Uh, We have a great relationship with them. Uh, They allow us to use uh, a lot of their information Um, so pretty much every week we'll have stories that we will refer to, um, almost all of which come from treknews.net. Um, and we always like to link their stories, uh, on our pages on Facebook and and on Twitter when we have stuff that we're talking about. There's a lot of good stuff on their site and a lot of things that are, are a little bit not, you know, normal headlines. They'll have great side interviews or, or just little tidbits about maybe a game or something. So there's a lot of cool information from them. Without a doubt, they have such great coverage over there, great, you know, interesting opinion pieces and features. We can't recommend their site highly enough. Mm-hmm. Dan, we also have a series of interviews on occasion, and we've had some amazing guests come on this show that we've been so fortunate to get. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that has been most humbling for me is is uh, is reaching out to these people that have had such impact on our lives, and they're very eager to come on and talk to us. Uh, we've had people, uh, for example, we've had Kat Roberts and Chuck Huber, Vic Mignana, and Michelle Specht. Michelle was actually our first guest ever. Um, those are all folks from uh, Star Trek Continues, Kim Stinger as well. Uh, uh, we've also had um, just... Amazing guests like Andrew Robinson has been a guest on the show, and Nana Visitor uh, has spent time with us, uh, which is just amazing to think these are the people that we watched for so many years with such amazing characters, Garrick and and Kira, to to be able to sit with us and talk to us for forty five minutes about their experience were two interviews that I'll never forget. I can certainly say that. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, and we were so lucky to get those early on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, we, people new to the podcast will get to hear those <laughs> pretty pretty quickly, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Uh, we've, had, we've had a lot of other guests on the show. Um, it's not something that we do regularly. We did a lot at the very beginning, but uh, we had people actually come and say, you know, we like listening to you guys, so guests shouldn't be every week. So we try to space it out as much as possible, and uh, it's worked out really well. It has. It took us a little bit to find our groove, mm-hmm. but I think we've done pretty well since then. And we have the occasional guest now when there's something going on. But more often than not, it's 
It's conversation between you and me. And I'm going to use one of my wonderful segues that that you love so much <laughs> and say we've had some pretty great topics as of late. We've had some amazing topics uh, of late and through the entire run. As you said, we're up to, uh, we're into our 80s now for the for different episodes. We've talked about everything from specific episodes uh, of the show, such as, or excuse me, specific movies, such as Insurrection. Uh, we've talked about specific episodes for uh, example, for the 50th anniversary, we talked about the man trap and we've talked about the Omega glory, but we've also done other things like uh, just talk about the new movie, Star Trek Beyond. We had our review for it. We talk about episodes of Star Trek Continues when they come out because we have such a great relationship with the folks over there. Um, we've had um, some amazing episodes that were unfortunate and that they were memorials for the great Leonard Nimoy, as well as the uh, unfortunate uh, and untimely passing of Anton Yelchin. Uh, so we've had a, uh, a whole gambit of emotions on different episodes that we've had uh, over the course of the last uh, year and a half or so. We absolutely have. It's a, there's always something to talk about in Star Trek, whether it's episodes or tie-ins to the real world or conventions or movies or TV shows or fandom. You and I are never at a loss, and I think that's the great thing about doing this podcast together. Absolutely. There's always something to talk about, and it I mean, you and I have talked about our scheduling of the podcast, and we have we have a schedule that we've kind of played with that goes out for six months because there's so much to talk about, and no episode is similar to the other because there's so much Trek to talk about. Um, like you said, all the different aspects of it, con- conventions, merchandise, guests, movies, new episodes, it's just, it never ends. It's great. And there's a topic that comes up on occasion. It's not very often, but when it does, it it usually drives you crazy. And I speak, of course, of the occasional Stump the Geek episode <laughs> where I subject you to trivia in a game show type format. Now, the first one we did, admittedly, was a little long and we got great <laughs> feedback. And since then, we've trimmed it down to five questions and a bonus. And I have to say, man, that you have pulled out some amazing Stump the Geek victories. <laughs> it's been, it's fun. It can be a little scary at times. And for those, you know, the folks that are listening to this episode, basically Bill makes it very specific rules. I cannot use any type of, of help when he asks me trivia questions. I have to just think about what I remember from watching all of these episodes and movies um, over the years. So I, he, answer, he asked me some questions, some of which are very easy, some of which are not very easy, and I just have to do my best to try to answer it. I like to think with Star Trek, I have kind of a photographic memory. Um, I know there are some people like the great Larry Nemechek, who we have had on the show a couple of times, who could just like you know, rub my face in the dirt with his knowledge, but it's fun. But at the same time, every once in a while, I get to turn it around. And instead of stump the geek, we do geek the stump where I get to ask the questions to Bill. And I thought he would fail miserably, but you know, you've, you've held your own pretty well, man. (laughs) (laughs) I try to admittedly, my questions wind up being easier. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do give you that like golf handicap so that you do a little bit better. Yeah, you do, and I get to play from the kids' tees, and I'm okay with it. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) But we laugh a lot in Stump the Geek. Um, It's good fun, and hopefully it it makes people laugh, too. And that's the key. That's what we want. We want people to enjoy it, we want people to laugh, and we want people to have fun. Well, 
you know, I found at least in the podcasts I listen to that the best ones are just conversations. Mm-hmm. And we try to make ours as conversational as possible. Right. That's something that we've always um, felt is one of the best parts of our podcast. This podcast isn't necessarily Star Trek. This podcast is our unique friendship, the way we like to get on each other's nerves in a fun way, have a good time, and we just have something that we love so much that kind of binds it all together, and that's Star Trek. So that's what we like to do. Now, one last reminder in talking about describing this show is that with just about every episode, it's important to listen all the way through to the very end past (laughs) the closing theme. Because there is, I would say, 99% of the time, barring some special episodes, an outtake. (laughs) And they're usually just our conversation before or after the show. Right. My favorite outtake in particular has to be the one for episode 15, which hatched your sign-off phrase. It's amazing how that caught on and how people just are always wanting to hear it. For whatever reason, that day we were talking about you know, what we were drinking for coffee. And I decided to play a YouTube music cut of some, uh, how shall we say, um, 1970s adult movie theme music as I sang about the type of coffee that I was drinking, which happened to be coconut coffee. And since that day, there is not a podcast that I can get through where I don't have to have some kind of coconut reference. And it's That's very true. <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> trying to think of it is trying to think of something is not always easy because I try to do it right at that moment. But it's been going good so far, so we'll keep it going. <laughs> we'll we'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Dan, no discussion about our podcast would be complete without talking about some of our personal favorites as far as episodes. And for me, most of my favorites are conversations with people who are gracious enough with their time to come on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly earlier you mentioned an visitor and Andrew Robinson, both from Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Um, I have to say the, the John Champion episode, I think, is is wonderful. Um, John was such a fantastic guest and the conversation was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our Vic Mignogna episodes, and I say it like that because no one has been on our show more That's right. than Vic Mignogna, the executive producer and star of Star Trek Continues. Right. And then I think there's probably one shining moment that we both love in our podcast that happened very recently. Do you want to talk about that one? Sure. I will say also, um, uh, we have similar tastes, obviously. Uh, Andrew Robinson and Nana Visitor are, are two of my favorites. And of course, um, anytime we get to talk with Vic is always very special. Uh, however, recently, um, just a few episodes ago, we had the uh, uh, honor and opportunity to have all of our listeners call in if they wanted to and share with us their first memories of Star Trek. 
Uh, we called this episode Trek 50. It was a special anniversary episode for the 50th anniversary, of course. Um, and that was right uh, uh, during the week of the 50th anniversary of the original series. And that episode, I think, stands far above and beyond anything we've done so far because it is a very powerful and emotional episode. Um, and it's it's not us. We have our own little clips in there, but it's all of the listeners telling their stories to us. And it it really is an amazing episode. Uh, and I think you'll agree with that too, man. I do. And if anyone wanted to skip to it and then come back and cherry pick whatever episodes they wanted, it's episode number 75. And we couldn't blame you if you did. Right. Because, you know, it, as I've described, you know, on our show, it's an episode where you'll laugh you may even shed a tear, but ultimately you will leave the episode with a greater appreciation, I think, of what Gene Roddenberry left us. I totally agree. Yeah, uh, it's am- it was amazing listening to all of these uh, memories that people shared with us. And a lot of those memories deal with building relationships with special people like fathers and brothers uh, and uncles and, and so on. It really was great. It was very touching. And for people to have such personal um, memories that they were willing to share with not only us, but all the other listeners that tune in every week. It was something special. Agreed. You know, another thing that makes our podcast a little different is the unique sound. And by that, I mean the music you hear interspersed throughout all of our podcast episodes from the band Five Year Mission. And they are so phenomenal. Anyone who's been to Star Trek Las Vegas knows that they've been the house, house band for a couple of years. But all of their albums are original songs based on episodes of the original Star Trek series. Mm-hmm. And we didn't necessarily want to use you know, the same Star Trek themes that everybody else did in their podcasts. We want to create a podcast that you know, had an energy to it and a sound that was identifiable. So we reached out to Five Year Mission and said, hey, would you guys be okay if we used your music for the theme? And they said, sure, all you have to do is give us credit. And so every episode, we thanked them. And then that evolved into they were all of our bumper music, too, between segments. Right. And Dan, it's one of my favorite aspects of our show. It really is. Their music is so unique and it's so great. Uh, and seeing them on stage for the first time, really, this past summer when we were at STLV 50 was really great. I mean, we've met the band. We met the band the year before when we were in Vegas and we got to uh, hang out with the guys uh, a, a few times. But actually seeing them perform on stage was really something. Their music is awesome. All of their albums are so good. They're doing um, all the different seasons of the show. I believe right now, uh, Bill, they're, they're in the studio recording uh, year four, aren't they? They are. As yeah. we drop this episode zero, they are working feverishly. Farkishly. Oh, yes. (laughs) Andy Fark is the drummer of Five Year Mission. Um, We have lots of interaction with him, and I think he gets name-dropped at least once an episode, maybe more. At least. (laughs) (laughs) But we hope everyone heads out to fiveyearmission.net, and please check out their music. We love them so much, and they are such great supporters of ours, and we hope that everybody supports them. Fair enough? Very fair. Absolutely. Yeah, they they are fantastic. 
Dan, normally at the beginning of every episode, I ask you to tell people how they can get in touch with us, and perhaps that's the best way to wrap up today. As people start to discover this show and want to send us feedback, how might they be able to do that? Yeah, absolutely. There's several ways that you can get in touch with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Skype. Our handle is TrekGeeks. Uh, you can also send us an email at trekgeeks at starfleet.com, or you can call us at 508-784-1701 to leave us a voicemail. You can also do that through speakpipe.com slash trekgeeks if you have a tablet, phone, PC, etc. Um, the other cool thing that we have, Bill, is, is uh, last year we set up our official Facebook group called Camp Kittimer. Uh, it really is a great site. There's a lot of people that have joined uh, since we set it up. There's great discussion there all the time. People are very, very friendly and and willing and and want to talk Trek with everyone. Um, one of the benefits of being a member of Camp Kittimer is you're going to get early access to the Trek Geeks podcast, usually the day before. Uh, we'll set it out there for folks who are members of Camp Kittimer, which is kind of cool. Uh, if you want to join the group, just head right on over to facebook.com slash groups slash Camp Kittimer. Uh, but we would uh, like to remind anyone that decides to contact us that any comments or messages that you leave us in any of these places uh, may be used in a future episode and most likely will be used in a future episode, right, Bill? We have a habit of doing that from time to time, sure. Kind of, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's probably best to wrap this introduction up, and we probably should do that by saying it's our belief that everybody who loves something about Star Trek is a true fan. It doesn't matter how you came into the franchise, whether it was the original series or Voyager or the animated series or even the new Kelvin Timeline movies. If you love something about Star Trek, that makes you a fan and you're welcome here and we hope that you become a a listener and we hope that you share the your experiences with us so that said we hope you enjoy episode one (laughs) we hope it doesn't (laughs) sound like a hostage tape in comparison we've learned a lot since then that's for sure right oh yes absolutely but for now as i sign off every episode this has been episode zero of the trek geeks podcast We do hope you all live long and prosper. Can I throw in a coconut here? Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Coconut! Bing bong. I had a lot of Mexican. <laughs> My stomach is. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. So you're about to slip into food coma before we even record. I think that's fabulous. Damn. Huh? What? Wake up. Sorry. <laughs> you, you don't watch hey. Big Bang Theory, do you? Um, uh, Not with any regularity but i've seen it plenty all right there was the one of the more recent episodes is amy and and sheldon are living together for five weeks so so they're in bed together for the first time ever and sheldon's sitting there sleeping and he's ha that's how he breathes when he's sleeping and it's like every 10 seconds 
So it's like you. <laughs> it is. Oh, I'm gonna pass out. I'm laughing. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Okay, I'm done. <laughs>